<laughs> he has had two hours to do this. I know I've been making funny memes, but let me go grab my drink. I will say I'm very proud that we spent what what, what where were we at? It's about uh, two, two hours. hours. Two, two hours. hours. Yep. I'm actually impressed. Like we really went in on this. Oh, we, we did. All right, let's start this goddamn fucking podcast. Joke's on you, but I've been recording for 30 seconds already. Fuck! You are listening to the Micro Machines podcast. Uh, today's episode is on the King Tiger. Shall we do some introductions? We're doing, we're doing drinks, right? Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, okay. I'll start then. I'm, okay, I am go. Dennis. I'm recording from Ontario. Right now, I am drinking the remnants of my peach mango herbal tea. Sweet. I'm uh, I'm Jack. I'm also in Southern Ontario, and beside me I have a mostly empty bottle. It's probably got a mouthful left of uh, Rise Ginger Kombucha. Uh, pretty good stuff. Next, um, as we're recording from New Mexico, drinking a almost full bottle of Tropical Citrus Vitamin Water. Sweet. Nice. I'm Greg, recording from uh, SoCal, and I'm drinking some good old coffee. And I'm Callum, uh, currently in Auckland in New Zealand, and I'm the only alcoholic here because I've got a beer with me. Nice. nice. <laughs> so, Dennis, what are we talking about today? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we're talking... <laughs> <laughs> yo, <what the laughs> hey, yo, this, is a, this isn't the OnlyFans, alright? Save that for the OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. People gotta, le- people gotta learn to join the Discord. <laughs> it's stuck in my throat. Ah, oh, okay. does <laughs> <laughs> not swallow everybody. <laughs> okay. I started laughing, it started coming back up. Um... So, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, even though we're talking about the King Tiger, Google slides the slide the crap out on me and not put the picture of the King Tiger in the slide. Um, You're kidding. We'll, we'll show you later. Don't worry. No. Okay. It's all right. We've got, like, loads of slides with it anyways. Uh, but but, but yeah, we spent so long. Wait, what? No, not no, not, not, not this one. Oh, okay, good. The other one. Oh, good. I, got, I was getting concerned for a moment. Okay, so... Uh, the King Tiger. Everyone knows it. Everyone's made a model of it. It's one of the more famous tanks that's out there, I'd say. Um, what are we thinking about the King Tiger, guys? We like it? We don't? We don't like it. It's German. All right. It's cool. It looks good, but it's definitely not effective as they want it to be. Like everything that is German. Yeah. So, I guess a bit of background on the King Tiger. So... The Tiger II is obviously derived from the Tiger One, which of which we can see a definitely perfect example here. Like nothing, not, no modifications done to it whatsoever. Um, so you know the Tiger One is developed as early as 1938, right? The whole concept for it is actually a pre-war idea. And early in the war, the Germans begin to experiment with the idea of, okay, well, what if we take the Tiger One concept and we try to improve on it, right? We'll give it a better gun, more armor, more, more mobility. Because, of course, like as war progressed, the technology was there to make him better, right? So, basically, yeah, the, the Tiger II, when you, if the easiest way of thinking about it from a doctrinal and you know development standpoint is just the successor to the Tiger I. 
the main area where it was improved was kind of like the big three, right? Armor, armament, and power plant. So, you know, the Tiger one had really good armor, right? Allegedly. Right. For the time. Yeah. For the time, yeah. So, the Tiger one is like a heavy beast. Um, this Tiger two, though, it was going to be about 70 tons, which is like comparable to an Abrams tank. Um... But yeah, it was going to be protected by about anywhere from 100 to 185 millimeters of armor. That's kind of around the front plate where, again, they were going to be engaged the most. Um, the other main thing about the Tiger II, which makes it really fearsome, is that unlike the original 88 millimeter on the Tiger One, this was going to get the much longer uh, KWK 43 L71, which we can see on a mount here in the baseboard and in the bottom photo mm, and that was something longer. that the germans were really you know mm -hmm. intent on mounting on Mount. tanks but because they had not developed something big enough to take it um it was something we were only seeing on casemate tank destroyers so big enough to tiger... take it <laughs> it's kind of sus mm. guys you're gonna i'm not even gonna be able to voice over the slides after this <laughs> um yeah, and the other main thing was like it had a much better engine. So it had the Maybach HL230, which of course is like you hear about in all the major German tanks. It's a very good V12 engine. Um, it had a simplified suspension system compared to the Tiger 1. Simplified. <laughs> simplified being a relative term here. Being a relative term. Are you meaning uh, simplified in German terms? In German terms, exactly, which actually makes it like more complex somehow. Yeah, I didn't even think that existed. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. That's just uh, our concept. Ah. Yeah, but you know the the nice the, the thing about the King Tiger that's worth remembering is that even though it was one of the heaviest tanks of the war, it wasn't actually that slow. I mean, it had a power to weight ratio of about about nine horsepower per ton, which is not a lot, but it's also not as bad as some other German tanks. Um, yeah, it had a uh, maximum speed of about 41 kilometers an hour. Highly doubtful that that was actually in any of the uh, got that fast. Yeah. Well, on something that size, even that would have been terrifying to be in. Oh, can you imagine? Just careening down the road at 41 kilometers an hour. <laughs> 70 ton of... I don't know. If you hit anything, moving. you're going to go right through it. Yeah. And my favorite bit, it had... Only 120 kilometers of range. Uh -huh. Oh, oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> so, Dennis, hey, oh, don't go too far. Oh, there it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, wasn't there also plans to stick a 105 millimeter cannon into the there Tiger II? And I yes. think most people, you know, anyone who played War Thunder a few years ago was probably well aware of that. So, there were plans made to put the 105 on the Tiger II. They never got as far as I think a lot of people realize. Like it was at most like a paper panzer. Um, there was no wooden mock-up or anything like that. But the Germans, I think, did at some point like envision perhaps mounting the 105 on, which is kind of ridiculous because the 88 at this point was so effective. Like the long, uh, the 71 caliber barrel was just ridiculously effective at knocking out tanks. It could knock out any Allied tank from the front at about a range of, I think it was two and a half kilometers, which is just stupid. But yeah, they did plan on putting the 105 on it. Right, guys? Yes. No. Okay, 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 fine. Yeah. So, 
um, us being a sort of quasi model podcast, I think we should talk about the feature that you know attracts all modelers to it. So I think people often get the impression there are two different types of the Tiger II. You've got two turrets, right? You got the one up here, which is the Porsche turret. Even though it was actually designed by Henschel, which is the company that made both uh, both variants of the Tiger II, they call it the Porsche turret. As you can see, it's a very rounded design, very very uh, futuristic looking. And they made about 50 of these. This was the first uh, production turret. The problem was, though, with these complex curves, it was very difficult to actually like cast and weld the steel together for it. So it was not good from the standpoint of mass production. And eventually, after 50 were built, um, it would be scrapped. The idea was just you know stopped. And then we I see wait, wait, um, <clears throat> I will say, don't go calling that the Porsche king tiger on a model forum i will not say what modeling forum but you will get crucified for it oh true kit maker oh yeah yeah that was the uh the tiger porsche it was a totally different design that was the uh competing design with the tiger one wasn't it right it's the one with the turret like right in the, the hybrid yeah and the, uh, disgusting the tracks are symmetrical mm-hmm that suspension went on to go on the Elephant and Ferdinand. Yep. The only things that I feel like could compete with my beloved Stug. Oh, God. Not so Stug. Air dryer. Air dryer now. <laughs> <laughs> so after you get the Porsche turret, right, which looks cool, but is basically just too difficult to mass produce, you get the, you know, quote unquote Henschel turret. Um, and the idea with this one is that it, mounts on the same turret ring but it's made out of flat uh, pieces of steel so it's a lot easier to mass produce and it doesn't really lose any armor protection effectiveness um, you can see one here one of the early ones that had zimmerit still on it um i think it was like by september of 1944 i want to say they all stopped having zimmerit applied to them which is but really yeah. gay because zimmerit looks fucking tits it does look pretty cool it's like it's the uh, the World War II version of ERA, just the look wise. You're a World Along War II version of ERA. The... Oh. <laughs> I, I think that was Jack. Russian troops, actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the concrete on those uh, concrete on those Germans. So. Now I think I thought we would have a nice, nice, fun time doing a group exercise where we all come up with reasons why this tank is awful and we hate it. <laughs> I've been waiting for the moment to do that. <laughs> That's a good moment. <laughs> My reasoning for why I think the Tiger II sucked. Uh, how often it required maintenance, and how long that maintenance took to make it an actual operational tank. It's a great defensive tank, but it's definitely not something you want to take on an offensive operation, in my opinion. You need something that can do both, and this is not that. Hmm. Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> bulge. <laughs> the Tiger II was uh, Germany's bulge that eventually needed, <laughs> needed Viagra and never got it. God, we're immature. The, the Tiger um, took, you, took you 13 episodes to realize that. 
Dude, the we Tiger have a podcast where we talk those, about tanks. The Tiger Two is those uh, insoles that add four inches to your height to the German right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say for me, I think like the biggest thing with this is that it came out around 1944, right? And at that point, the Germans were fighting a defensive war, and they needed more tanks, not less. I mean, uh, Ezra is going to love me for this. The Panzer IV was a pretty, like the late model Panzer IVs were pretty good for what they what they were meant to do. Like, I think if the Germans could have used the resources and time from developing this to just make more of the late model Panzer IVs, they might have been in a better position, especially on the Eastern Front. But instead, Well, hell, even like hate me for it or whatever, but Panthers. Like Panther G's were, were really good tanks oh, yeah. as well. Oh yeah, Panthers were really good. Panther like, G's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on my Panther G, Jack. <laughs> Jack, you may have just made a new meme. Perfect. How about you, Callum? Uh, yeah. I think there's just a big drain on resources, really. I mean, the amount of steel needed to go into a Tiger II. I think I read somewhere you could get, like, two uh, two Panzer IVs out of it, sort of thing. At least. That's insane. I think it was actually closer to two and a half. Yeah. It was something ridiculous like that. Yeah, and you yeah. can use that other half of the Panzer to make a Stug, because all you need is half of a Panzer to make a Stug. Now, he actually does have a point with that. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Ezra does have a point with that. As as much as we shit on like the Stug and stuff like that, like if Germany would have played their cards differently and put their resources in different areas, they definitely could have been a more powerful, threatening force than they already were. Yeah, yeah it's like they, they, they never could have won the war, though. I don't yeah. think with whatever resources they had, they could have won. That'd be a good hill to die on, actually. It would yeah. be. But just, would be just reading up, um, like there was orders for 1,500 Tiger 2s. Do you know how many were actually made? Like 300? Uh, 492. Oh, oh wow. That is actually um, significant amount, though. Yeah. yeah. But each Tiger 2 produced needed 300,000 man hours to manufacture an over 800,000 <laughs> Reichsmarks or 300,000 US dollars. So like half their economy? There's a actually So that's in nineteen forty four um inflation. And for the equivalent in twenty twenty one, each Tiger two costs in US four million six hundred dollars. Christ. Per vehicle. <laughs> Jeez. Oh how much you, how much does an Abrams cost? A lot. We're going to get put on a watch list for looking up, like, acquiring tanks of various <laughs> countries. We may not oh, be okay. putting uh, okay. War Thunder links on, but goddammit, they're going to get us anyways. It it still doesn't cost as much as an Abrams. That doesn't surprise me, honestly. It's 6.21 million. Still, though, that's pretty close when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so each just Abrams... Gonna... Oh, yeah, each Abrams for... shell is... Uh, one thousand hundred twenty-one bucks for just you one you're shell. Kidding. Yeah, that's a paycheck. You better not fucking send that shit unless you need it. <laughs> just be like, Mister, that's coming out of your paycheck. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it's gonna that's be, where it's your gonna, taxes go. 
It's going to be God. like in World War One when the American troops were uh, were training using sticks. <laughs> it's kind of funny because uh, we would uh, get our rifles and literally yell one, two, three, four whenever we didn't have blanks. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> things <laughs> never change. So there were um, there were actually suggested improvements for the Tiger II. Um, I've got a list here. So suggested improvements included stabilized sights, a stabilized main gun, an auto an auto loader. No. Yes, a Tiger II with an auto lo loader. <laughs> I, I just want to say real quick, why would they need a stabilizer when that bitch barely moved? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, um, a stereoscopic rangefinder, heated crew compartment. How did they not have that? Storage for an additional 12 rounds, an overpressure and air filtration system to protect against poison gas. Don't think they needed to worry about that. Uh, but those only got up to the proposal stage. Like, stuff like heated crew compartment was proposed. Uh, <laughs> ah, fuck, I'm not being like dead if you like did. It's stuff like that that just makes these amazing, you know, huge German tanks like not look as impressive. Just like thinking these guys don't even have, you know, heat. Basically, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other problems, um, as we touched on, reliability and mobility. So, especially the early ones were very, un very unreliable, owing principally to leaking seals and gaskets and an overburdened drivetrain. Because the, uh, well, it was intended for a lighter vehicle, not fucking 70 tons. Ima leaking skills and gaskets. Imagine what happens when you just ignore fundamentals of an industry and decide to build, like, the biggest tank in the world. Nah, don't worry <laughs> about it. It's fine. And then other, the double radius steering gear was uh, particularly prone to failure as well. So you lost your steering. And one of the main things is lack of crew training could amplify all these problems. Drivers originally given only limited training on other tanks, so not even on the Tiger II, they're just trained on other tanks and then sent to a Tiger II in the front. Well, it's interesting to think, you know, you, you pointed out that you know, it took 300,000 man hours to make one, and then you know, you've got crews who are arriving and they haven't even really been trained on this vehicle. Like, that, Germans, Germany was up in the race against time in you know 1944 onwards and the fact that like they're choosing to have a vehicle that takes so long to produce and when they are when they have crews that are like not even going to be able to use it effectively since they haven't been trained on it, it's just ridiculous yeah i'm just reading up some more problems um statistics from 15th of march 1945 show reliability rates of 59% of the Tiger, almost equal to the 62% of the Panzer IV and better than the 48% of the Panther. Hmm. So it's about middle ground. Um, their worst thing. <laughs> however, uh, notwithstanding the initial reliability problems, the Tiger II was remarkably agile for such a heavy tank. Contemporary German records and testing results indicate that its tactical mobility was as good or better than most German or Allied tanks. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Where about? <laughs> I'm just reading what's online. <laughs> can I ask you like an actual... Real. Can I ask a serious-ish question? Go for it. Send it. Um, so that King Tiger on the bottom right, 
is that captured by like the like, British or Canadians? Because the That's star the is That's American, dude. Yeah, but just the, put the star right upside down. Yeah, it's not canted. That's upside down. If it was canted, it would be like looking like a normal star, but just kind of skewed to one side. The way I'm looking at it, it looks like it's skewed to one side. Yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're you're seeing that from. When the stars are canned, though, it was like not to that degree. It would just be oh, very slightly. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Why would they paint their star upside down then? Were they were they autistic? No, they were, they were probably really cold. When I'm cold, painting the star upside down doesn't immediately pop to mind. <laughs> when, when, so, how many Americans does it take to paint the star the right way up? Well, let's see how many homeboys we got on this tank. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. <laughs> So it takes they need a red panda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny. have a red panda there. Yeah. So do, did you guys hear... You, do you guys know the story about the Tiger 2 that was rammed to death? Yes. yes. Yeah. So no. for those who don't... So there was yes. a Tiger 2 that was... Um, and there was, a, it was an Irish commander in a Sherman. And he... They ended up having to ram the side of the Tiger 2 which disabled the Sherman and temporarily disabled the Tiger too. Then what the, uh, the commander, because the, uh, the, sh the Sherman got shot up a bit and whatnot, the Irish commander jumped out of his tank, managed to hitch a ride back to base, found a firefly that <laughs> whose commander had been killed. He commandeered it, went back to the Tiger too and put a couple rounds through the side of it using the firefly. He basically <laughs> used his own Sherman as a, uh, just a way of pinning, pinning the Tiger 2 down. But I like that. He, but he rammed it and then went back to grab a Firefly to shoot it. Oh, all he had was a short barrel. Wow. If you yeah, wasn't, he the... in a, wasn't he in a Mark V? Yeah, it was, it was something like that. It was like something that couldn't go through it. And he just yeah. ended up ramming it. <laughs> How to sum up the, uh, the logistics situation with the Allies in comparison to the Germans in 1944 in like one story? The Germans oh, have like these precious few tanks, and they have to like hold on to each one, even when it's rammed. And the British are able to like just hop out of one tank and go commandeer another, like it's a game of postscriptum. <laughs> <laughs> postscriptum IRL. He's just like choosing which tank he wants to spawn. <clears throat> Hey, John, you want the Firefly or the Easy 8? Oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> um, Dennis, could you do me a favor and reload the slides? Oh, God. No, it's nothing no. bad. It's nothing bad. Always sure, say that. Not. You're right. Now, the, watch the tiger have feet now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it probably would have moved quicker. <laughs> Yeah, so, King Tiger. Tits. Looks cool. Yeah, it, it does, does look but, cool. Uh, Looks it has sick. no central heating. Yeah, fuck that. Man, it's like California. Love that. <laughs> yeah. It's nice and cold. So, Chilly. Now we got some models. Hey. That is some nice boxer, I will say. It is. Honestly, yeah. Um... Dennis, can I just say that you left one of the King Tiger kits out? Wait, what did I leave out? The TACOM. Oh, how could oh, you leave out the TACOM? You know what I did. I am so sorry. 
fine. Well, I mean, I didn't go uh, because you got a dust. There's that one. Hold on, I've got the dust. Uh, you, 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 you didn't forget it. <laughs> it was a purposeful omission. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the DOS work kit, I can say some experience, is literally the TACOM kit with different markings. Well, it has TACOM on the bottom. Oh, actually, yeah, looking at the markings, I think it it's the same. Yeah, I think it's the same box as the TACOM. Okay, continue. My bad. No. Yeah, but, you know, the King Tigress is a subject that's been pretty prolific for scale modelers. Um, we're pretty lucky because all sorts of companies have done it. Everything from 72 scale, like the uh, Flyhawk kits, which I've heard are really good, all the way up to, you know, the big trumpeter 16th scale, which is supposedly absolutely ridiculous for detail. I think they have that one at Wheels and Wings. They do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is it? Expensive. I think it's like three hundred dollars or something. Oh, like that. yeah. No, oh my god! If, but it does have a full interior. I will say that. Mm. Like full, full interior. That's not. Bad. Yeah, it's nice. What is I it? Think empty? It was three fifty. Say again. You said a full interior. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, you want to know something weird though? You know these Dayusha kits at the bottom, right? They're what standard thirty-fifth scale. No. They are over a hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Uh, no. no. <laughs> it's not, not like not they're loaded with aftermarket or anything. They're just a standard kit. They're over $100. Wow. I imagine you're like, oh, I really, I, you know, it's 100 bucks. It should be like aftermarket stuff and like metal barrel and really nice track links and everything like that. And then you get it and it's like, wow, what the fuck? It's the economy yeah. kit. <laughs> oh, for 100 bucks. <laughs> for 100 bucks, well, how much does buy... that? You could buy the Tamiya um, Ardennes Front King Tiger. Tamiya. Tamiya. You could buy 3D printed tool clamps for less than 100 bucks, and you'll have a beautiful model. How much does the main kit cost? I don't know. I think it's like in the $70, $80 range. Really? Yeah. Probably. That's actually not bad. The, well, Tacom, the Tacom 135th with full interior costs 60 bucks. Really? Are you sure yeah. about that? I'm, I'm sure. American, American, right? American. Yeah, American. Okay, never mind. I'll that bring this sense. point. I'll bring this point up again later in like three slides. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard though. Like apparently the uh, man kits, especially the Porsche. Oh god, I just did. The, no, no, cancel. Especially the early production turret is supposed to be like a really, really nice kit. Like well tooled, you know, slide molding and all that. Yeah. How about the tracks? Um, if they're anything like the tracks on the Panther, they're going to be like individual link, but they aren't workable. Okay. And you have to uh, glue the guide horns oh, on like no. two guide horns for each link. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason I won't be ever buying that kit. <laughs> Cannot stand. Oh my god, it's bad enough when you have to do like track links, like all the track links, but like whenever they make you do like four pieces per track link. It's like, Jesus fuck, dude. I don't mind him. Well, you're I just love I love dragon magic tracks. Yeah, I'm the I'm the guy who does photo etch railings, so That is true, yeah. As for what are magic tracks like? Um they are an absolute joy. Especially when they come in the little baggy. Oh they like do they come pre cut so you yeah. don't have to cut the sprue yeah. off? Yeah. Oh that's nice. You literally just clip them together. Apply cement, wrap them around your uh, your lower hull, and done. 
Damn. I've got those for my Panzer four and my uh, let's see, my two five one and the T or the thirty eight T from Dragon. They all have them. The thirty eight T. Oh damn. Oh yeah. Don't worry, um, Jack. You're gonna have a thirty eight T soon enough. I know. I'm excited. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to remember what's even in the box. It's been so long. Uh, Panther interior. Oh yeah, I forgot to put the full Panther interior. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. gonna have to Dremel my pan- the Panther I built for him. <laughs> yeah. Like he's all fully built already. The Panther, uh, it's got the Panther grates too, so I'm gonna take those out. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, then the machine guns, which is like the one thing you actually needed. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's postponing my Stuart build. Now I've got like four builds on the go and haven't finished a model in a while. Hell yeah, Jack. Yeah, it's the MMP life. That's an understatement. Yeah. But those are the models. And Greg, I believe you built the Ardennes front one, right? I did. I sure did. Ooh, look at that. Look at that snow. Yeah, I built that a while back. That's actually based off the actual intersection it was abandoned on. Nice. That's awesome, dude. Thank you. What's like you use the, this uh, snow? It's, uh, it's a snow powder from Hobby Lobby. It's extremely fine. Like It's it's a very fine powder, so it, it's perfect. That army painter shit, I bought that as well. And it's like basically like really fat salt. It's It sucks. <laughs> fat salt. <laughs> don't buy army painter stuff because it sucks um, there's snow at um, least I'd like to counter army painter strong tone is awesome no no there's snow sucks All right, I have, I've used some other, other stuff and it's good it's a good brand with the exception of their snow it's just it's not to scale and it's like little beads so they bounce everywhere and they roll <laughs> it's not like powder so yeah it's a uh... Like glass, isn't it? Like micro glass, micro. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's really honest to God. It's not good for modeling, especially like if I wanted to add it onto the vehicle there, onto the tank, it would not have worked. Yeah, it would have looked way out of scale. Good. Hey, Den- hey, Dennis. How's that for um health and safety? The only hobby that actively spreads most microplastics around for an for an effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. Well, I will just say, like, I guess we're going to have to have, like, health and safety. Look at what you've done, Callum. You've set me off now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We, we're going to have to have, like, a segment where we talk about health and safety. Okay, so today's the first segment. Um, you know, oh, you guys God. know CA Accelerator? Yeah. You know that stuff? Like, you spray it on your CA glue and it makes it you know, cure a lot faster. See, um, you were going to say makes it hard, and then you decided to change I, your I, mind. I decided to be judicious about it. <laughs> Do not ever, ever use that in an enclosed space without proper ventilation and or respiratory protection because that stuff is bad. Um, oh, does it not make your eyes? No, it, it, it attacks your nervous system and your oh. respiratory system. Oh, fun. Um, I, I will say, not saying how it happened, but I got a good whiff of it today without expecting it. And I had, to sit, I had to sit out for a few minutes because it was bad. Wow. Yeah. You know what's an alternative to that stuff for um, kicking super glue? 
uh, baking powder or baking soda, one of them. Wait, really? Yep. Yep. Don't they don't they go uh, like yellow over time? Uh, not not too sure on that. But if you want a you know a less lethal uh, way of kicking CA, um, <laughs> yeah, baking powder or baking soda. You chuck it over that. You know, you just sprinkle some of that and uh, instantly dry it cures. Nice. Well, you don't want to make mustard gas when you're modeling. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like the German army in 1914. Honestly. Choose the non-lethal ammunition. <laughs> Slugs. Oh, so you're saying don't be like every American cop ever? Oof. <laughs> <Damn>. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Ezra. We're not going to hear from Ezra for a little while. <laughs> yeah. There's a laser on his... <laughs> forehead right now <laughs> oh crap most breaking bad moment ever <laughs> add that to um we can make a new uh uh like channel channel yeah breaking bad moments <laughs> <laughs> that's just my everyday life though yeah. is it though is it you're right i don't cook math for legal reasons, I don't cook meth. Turn Wait, Ezra's bragging golf corner into Breaking Bad moments. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. And if you are wondering what we're talking about right now, join the Discord. We have a link for it everywhere. Uh, if you join the Discord, you can take part in our model competitions, show off your works in progress, and learn what nefarious activities Ezra gets up to. <laughs> you can also talk to us without paying like every other fucking modeler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's you a, don't have to join a Patreon point. to ask us questions. We are yeah, real for now. now. For now, just wait for until now, we're, we're big free. and famous. Oh, shut yeah. up! And that'll never happen. Long time for that. Well, oh, I, I gotta say, uh, on your tiger, I like the attention to detail around the uh, like the vents where it's not oh, snowy. You. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. It's a nice little touch. Yeah. We'll say, you know, good job painting the figures' uniforms. I don't know how you got those little red lines. It's uh, with those patience. brushes from before, right? Uh, actually, yes. That was actually the first uh, figure set I did with those brushes. Hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. Cool. All right. All right. This is what I asked you to reload the slides for. I remember okay. I did build a king tiger. Um, this is what the Tacom. There is That's no anime. Insane. This is the Tacom 135th scale king tiger full interior. King tiger if it was in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so anything. I um the crew Greg will appreciate this is actually a Chinese ripoff. Nice. And this was my first attempt ever at making a little base for it. You know, I was so proud of it when I when I finished it. Um, I mean, even to this day, I think it holds up okay. I like it a lot. Thank you. I had a really fun time doing it. And the tracks were link in length, and Tacon provides you with a little jig. It helped. Um, it's actually painted in totally inaccurate colors. The quote-unquote Dunkelgeld color 
was just Krylon spray paint. And then the brown was just craft paint. Ah, fuck accuracy. Yeah, of course it was craft paint. Yeah. Hey, it does look good, nothing, though. There's I'm nothing not saying it doesn't look good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, thank you. Actually, I think it was all done. This with is craft the paint. Uh, doctor's office. This is the doctor's office anatomy version of the. Oh game. yeah. And if you go on to the next slide, there's a few other pics. Um, Ooh. there's the crew looking like zombies. First time I ever painted figures. Oh God! Not your first time. But. He the the driver looks like he's about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pens or chocolate. He got that action shot. But yeah, I actually like wired the radio up and stuff. But other than that, it was just built totally out of the box. Well, except for the aftermarket crew. As a question about the uh, craft paint you used. Yeah. How Shoot. well did it chip? Did you need to use like you know thinner to chip it, or could you just do it with water? Oh, just water. Yeah, yeah, I actually did hairspray chipping on it. Okay. So that's good to know. This the chipping you see on the transmission housing, that's uh that wasn't done with a brush. That wasn't water. So I sprayed mm. silver and then put a coat of hairspray, sprayed my uh custom red oxide, and then chipped it. Looks yeah. awesome, man. Thank you. Nice. I have no idea what happened to it. I think it's it's broken, but we'll never It'll know. Revive it. I don't even know where yeah, it is. That's, that's actually like a really nice little model there. Yeah, thank you. It was yeah, you gotta find it and figure out what to do with it. Yeah. yeah. I probably built it, I don't know, maybe a year year into the hobby. You're ne- you're making me feel like really crappy with my talent then, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damn. don't feel bad because I was watching Night Shift's first models video and I felt really bad. <clears throat> yeah, that video's like, rough. Yeah. I'm like, crap. I need I need to step up. Need to take off. <laughs> Night Shift, you hoser. We love you. Night Shift, you hoser. Come on the podcast, bud. Oh, we'll God. give you Timmy's. <laughs> Imagine that. I do a great Canadian accent. No, we need the chief to. I would help you get great Canadian accents. Uh, we have an, a segment on this show called "A Hill to Die On," where one of us comes on with a really bad take, and uh, usually gets crucified for it. And this week, we've got Ezra. Uh, I don't take responsibility for this. You, you don't. You guys just said. I My thought, brother, this is your hill to die on. I thought other people were adding pictures. Uh, we were going to talk about the clean Wehrmacht theory and how it's completely true. How it's true? <laughs> no, no. The, the, there were some bad people in the Wehrmacht. Um, you love yeah, on the donkeys episode right now. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, there was nothing clean about them. They committed war crimes as well. Boo. If we're looking at it from a war crime perspective, no country is a clean military. This is true. True, yeah. Granted, Canadians, Brits, Russians... Have you guys ever actually met anyone who believes in the clearing Fairmont theory? Like, I actually haven't met anyone who does that. Interacted Mm -hmm. with people online, yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, I know a kid in person who says the Russian invasion of Ukraine is justified. Oh, great. Great. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. like uh, truth or consequences, yeah. I guarantee you, you if do. you show him to me a cement, he'll probably drink it. <laughs> now that's a <laughs> New Mexico moment. <laughs> he said that... Um, bad moment. He said that uh, Russia's helping the Ukraine. Like, Ukraine wants to be part of Russia again. Isn't that what Putin said? I'm like, yeah, then why are they, uh, why are they fighting limb for limb? That's a lot of javelins for a country that wants to be <laughs> in there. That's <laughs> what you know what you should do? Like, hmm. Just start slipping him uh, pictures of burnt out T-72s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I got send him a picture of the T-90 MS that got knocked out. Yes. Also, uh, shout out to the Canadian government because what knocked out that T90 was actually a Canadian Carl Gustav. Woo! Yeah. Jack, our tax dollars at work, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Wasn't <laughs> also a Canadian sniper that went over in like the beginning of the invasion? Yeah, yeah, there was. Yes. Um, forget their the name though. <laughs> the fucking um, better version of uh, what's his name? Chris Kyle. Now you're Canada really going to get us canceled. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Canada you know, I'll hop on that train. Chris Kyle was Canada. not that great. Yeah, he wasn't. He's a bit overrated. Though, Canada has incredible marksmen. Yeah. Like, wasn't there one story where it was, uh, I don't know who it was, broke a uh, record and then his spotter broke his record right after him? <laughs> Can you imagine how pissed you'd be? <laughs> yeah. Both Canadians, by the way. Yeah. The power of Timbits, man. <laughs> the power of Timbits. That'd be the only time where the customary sorry will be met with a uh, lot of swearing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just broke your record. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, think I thought you were saying he was going to say sorry to the, uh, to the guy whose head he emptied. Oh, I thought, that, guy. I thought that just happens naturally. Uh, like, that's all you hear in a battle. That's all you hear in a battle with Canadians is, sorry, 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 sorry. No, the boards are oh, so engraved on them. <laughs> and then if you call an artillery, you, you hear all this explosions, and then you just hear in the distance, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> on the radio, sorry. <laughs> when you have a broken arrow and you hear the sorry come over your <laughs> We had a broken arrow incident in New Mexico. We nearly obliterated Albuquerque off of the face of the earth. Which would have been really better. Yeah, it would have been a good thing. Though, the only downside would be uh, TRC would probably be terribly, uh, you know, coated in radiation. Well, not anymore. That's also a good thing. Hold on, hold on. Aren't you guys near the White Sands Abyssal Range? Yeah. Yeah, about, dude. I mean, uh, you, wait. You talk about being killed in radiation like you'd be any more than you already are. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. As Ash, show us your like third arm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tell you guys, but I have two heads. I think we Can all we do. Meet the other one. <laughs> <laughs> one is a maple boo. The other is a weraboo. <laughs> They fight constantly. <laughs> it's like those, uh, there are two sides of me memes. 
Yeah, I go to White Sands all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you aware of some of the experiments they did there with uh, salted bombs? Only vaguely. See, yeah, well, there's there's going to be another health and safety report there. See, just don't think Sweet about it. <laughs> just don't think about it as you're romping around in the white sand. Don't think about your organs slowly being turned into liquid. Well, fuck, I'm never going back. It's like a blender. <laughs> a very slow blender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going back to White Sands. Now that's a Breaking Bad moment. Jesse, we need to cook. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're being cooked in the <laughs> Meanwhile, my insides are being cooked. Anyways, okay, well, what were we talking about again? Oh yeah, the clean, the clean Vermont. Vermont. You were defending the clean Verwalk theory. No, no, no. <laughs> that was my second head. <laughs> yeah, no, clean Vermont theory, total bullshit. Uh, war crimes, they yeah, helped crimes the Holocaust. Bad. War crimes bad. Yeah, war crimes bad, unless you win. Unless you win. <laughs> I'd say the uh, the victors write history, so no one ever hears about all yeah. the atrocities that the Allies committed. Exactly, but... exactly. Oh, we just don't okay. This, this is a good. This is a good thing to bring up. Um, would you consider the fire bombings of Tokyo and dropping the nukes on Hiroshima and Nagasaki war crimes? Yes. No fucking shit. No. Is that even a question? <laughs> no. Yes, it is not. a question because I have met people who will fight that fact. That they were not war crimes and they were Wait, essential well, to end the war. I'm not saying they're not justified. Like the well, <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will argue that they were not war crimes. I, I will take on all four of you on I that. Think, if you want. I think the uh, atomic bombs justify Nan King. Okay, uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But the but fire I believe, bomb, I believe yeah. they were necessary. Right? It the, it happened for a reason. But it was definitely a war crime. I, I believe yes. that both those were actually the merciful way. I, I don't think atomic bombs were necessary. That. I mean, no, but think about I feel it. like the atomic bombs would have been better than like continual firebombing. Yeah, well, I mean, the it firebombing probably killed too, less it was people, like, to be honest. Yeah, the firebombing also really crippled the Japanese industry, which like you know. If the war had continued a bit longer, you would have started to really see the effects of lack of industry, right? That's true. Um, you know, yeah, but weren't but weren't POWs like working in uh, the factories that were getting firebombed? Say what? I read that somewhere. I forget where. Um, Probably it's Japan. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Yeah, but especially with the atomic bomb, I will argue they were not war crimes. In fact, they were probably the merciful um, route. Because imagine like. You remember how bad Normandy was, right? Right. Imagine that times 10, and there you go. You have Operation Down... What was it? Codenamed Downfall? I must yeah, say. Downfall. Yeah, imagine that, but like... So imagine Normandy, but on an even bigger scale. You're right, yeah. And they, the Japanese most likely would never have surrendered, so... But on the other side of that, it's the... Uh, like, there's still generations of people still affected by those bombs that is actually true yeah and they used it as an experiment on the japanese this is a good hill to die on why do we do clean yeah you're welcome you're welcome you have to have like that initial hill to die on that and then you segue into the real one (laughs) it's a faint 
You start with perception and everything you do. Yeah. Never let your opponents know your next move. <laughs> our opponents can't know our plans if we ourselves don't know them. <laughs> like, we didn't know we would be uh, talking about the King Tiger until an hour before recording. Shut up. Uh, we, actually, we planned two hours. We, planned this. we spent two hours making that stupid picture. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Did we even show it? Yes. For like I a couple have, seconds. Oh, I must have missed a minute it then. or two. It does. It does make you wonder, though. Like, was it a good idea to let the um, the nuclear cat out of the bag? Because, no. like, on one hand, no. Now we're aware of how you know destructive they are, which kind of right. informs people not to use since them. But the, on the other hand, it also means that people learn to use them. You know. Well, to be fair, is, we've all been faced with like the possibility of the destruction of the world. Mm-hmm. So I that's think probably not a good thing. Granted, what Jack says is true. Um, it probably wasn't a good thing that they were introduced, but think of all of the wars and the lives that would have been lost if we did not right. use the right. nuclear bomb, not only in World War II, right? Um, let's say the nukes weren't used and the war lasted, at least in the Pacific, until like 48, right? And then all that's done with, well, then you have Korea, and then you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. Uh, all the proxy wars that would have started up in Europe. Because um, like, why, why did it? with the Soviet Union. Exactly. Yeah, but say, why didn't the Soviet Union, you know, push further west, and why didn't the West push further east, right? Because there was that tension. And same thing with Cuban, like the Cuban Missile Crisis, fucking all, all this shit. There would have been so. I, I personally believe there would have been way more uh, wars and conflicts than there already are if right. we did not have nukes. Right. I feel like it might have pushed more of like a, like a racial agenda, though. Like those damn commies. Uh, you know, like it's, it, uh, made a lot of people hate a lot of people a lot more. Yeah. Well, I wonder, you don't really, I haven't heard anything about this, but like, I wonder why they didn't just like drop one singular nuke on say like Tokyo or wherever, like the, the emperor and all his military staff were like, why'd they drop them on Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Not somewhere of more like uh, Yeah, I think that was That's the idea also to leave the Japanese the, uh, government. Were. I yeah. think the idea was to leave the government intact so they could actually do the surrender, but like to also send the statement. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's also the statement like, and to take down the industry. Wasn't it the same day that you know Hiroshima got bombed? Wasn't it the same day the Soviet Union entered the war against Japan? Yeah, I think it was. That I, I think that though, like obviously, people say the nukes ended the war, but like I think also to that some extent, the knowledge that the Soviets were now going to be fighting the Japanese was also like, at least I think it, it, it sped things up for their decision to surrender. <laughs> the Japs were like, "Oh no, not again!" <laughs> if uh, if nukes were never dropped and the uh, Soviets and Americans were in like a joint operation against Japan, I wonder how different the world would be right now. That is true. We wouldn't have Tamiya. Oh, no. Swords in the plowshares, guys. Swords in the plowshares. <laughs> Zvezda would be the new Tamiya. Oh, oh. God. Okay, no, to be fair, new, yeah, new Zvezda stuff isn't bad. I will say, I'm grateful that Zvezda has chosen to make the C-130J in 172 scale. Yeah. And there's complete silence because I'm talking to a group of tank modelers, not aircraft modelers. Yeah. yeah. No, I just no, 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 speak for yourself. 
Jesus. I would only. I don't care that they made the J. Why are you to back me up? I don't care that they made the J variant. I'd rather they make an AC-130. You have oh, the get the fuck out of here, you call duty player. I'm pretty sure Tallery makes the AC-130. It, they do. I've built it. It's shit. Don't buy it. Don't waste 100 bucks. Oh my god. Bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely bad. Um... Zvezda, if you're listening and not too busy invading Ukraine, please make <laughs> please make an AC-130. Sukoplieta. They're not gonna listen to us anymore. <laughs> hey, don't go check on that. Hi, please don't die on the podcast. Ezra's crying and throwing up. I literally did throw up. Um, I heard that. I heard that. We got it recorded. The biting water came out my nose. Great, you need to do like a cast back on this guy. I was laughing. I I was drinking. In that that second where he threw up, can you just like boost the volume to two hundred percent? Oh yeah, totally, totally. I'm gonna like (sighs) make sure no one else is talking in it, and just just clip that. I I had the stuff in my mouth as I started laughing, and it just came out. I'm sure. And this is how we get safety (laughs) briefings. Oh. Okay, so anyways. Okay, continue. Yeah. Oh, anyways, uh, nuclear power is great because Tamiya. <sighs> yeah. Wait, uh, are you saying the MMP podcast condoned the bombing of Japan? Yeah, <laughs> no, re- no. I will uh, actually, Ezra, I, to answer your question, I will answer your question. <laughs> question. Did the bombing we of will... Japan inevitably create Tamiya? And yes. that's our next hill to die on. Yeah, so I think I think you've got your answer as to whether or not we condone the bombing. Um, we're never don't, going don't, to. Don't. We're never going to Japan. If, if we, we join do, the Discord server, we will answer that. If we go to Japan, we're going to get like. No one's going to know uh, us. We'll be fine. I was going to say, right. yeah, none of them are going to be don't like watching English. an English podcast, yeah. <laughs> especially about tanks. <clears throat> well, yeah, the Japanese could learn a thing or two about tanks. Excuse yeah, me, executives are listening right now. Excuse me, Ezra, you want to repeat that? You want to take yes. the outside of the yeah. <laughs> The Chi would like to talk to you. The oh, I Chi thought you were Hall talking about like... modern tanks. Never mind. Yeah, oh, they, no, they no, no, no. Yeah, the Hago. The Hago with its manually traversed turret. <laughs> the oh, yeah, War II Japanese Armor Corps was a sorry excuse of an Armor Corps. With the exception of that, the modern Japanese Self Defense Force. Uh, oh, yeah, very awesome. much, yeah, very much good, good shit. They took some notes. Of course, they the had Japanese to put their military. tanks on air suspension. Dennis, oh, when are you going to build that tank with the mine roller I sent? I will. I'm debating though whether I'm going to put the mine <clears throat> roller on a Type 10. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. 74. Somebody yeah. needs to build a stance Japanese tank. Um, I'm considering it, Jack. But I'm actually considering doing it. Stance Hago? <gasps> stance Hago. With the cambered tracks? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the cambered tracks. The tofu Remem- delivery hago. 
Oh no. <laughs> Dennis Make remember, it like neon colors. Kitmaker has a J- Japanese campaign going right now. Yeah, I ain't been on Kitmaker in a minute though. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, me neither. I've I gotta upload more to my turpits. Is that because they probably oh. listened to one episode and just went, Oh, that's him, kick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I used to post like you know, five, six times a day and now Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Dennis was almost as active, not more active than me. Oh yeah. And I just suddenly stopped. Dennis what? was a Kitmaker fanboy. I think it was because I found out about Discord. I started the group. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're going to have to bleep this out. Yes. But um, I think this Discord server is the evolution of Kitmaker. Please go ahead and have to definitely bleep that one out. Bleep that out. Actually, bleep it out. uh, Oh, crap. We still have our works in progresses. Oh boy! We how do. how how long? Ago? Well, we haven't even reached an hour. This is going to be one of our shortest episodes yet. Oh, but it's probably our best. Short yeah, and it's sweet. Pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. It feels like we've been recording for a while, but we were. But just yeah, because we have been before. on the on the call for like ten hours. That, that, that is true. Yeah. That it's is been true. about three hours. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So this is my. First slide for my work in progress. This is the Tamiya M8 Greyhound that I'm doing for the uh, my in Operation Husky Invasion of Sicily diorama. This is depicting the Second Armored Division, uh, their first time in combat, and this is what I've gotten so far. So, Greg, that's fucking up. tits. <laughs> I'm really glad you guys are picking up on my lingo. That's fucking that is, tits. That model is tits. <laughs> that- <laughs> Tits and Nimit Greyhounds. <laughs> yeah, dude, that thing is fucking beautiful. I, I said it before, but I love all of the pictures taped the up. Masking <clears> tape. Yeah. Thank you, fellas. I uh, I try to make it as like lived in and personal and accurate as possible. So, like, that bottom left is the A driver's seat, and he has the invasion map of the actual invasion map of Operation Husky. So, oh, that's uh, so cool. He's able to, like, map out where to go and things like that. And, of course, he's got his, like, nude pictures up there because who doesn't like having nude pics? And then on the left-hand side, <laughs> you got uh, the driver's seat with the uh, it actual, like, there's a, the portrait, right? And then on the right, you can't really see it, but it's like a pinup art of a 1943 July calendar, and that's when the invasion of Sicily actually happened. Um... So he, he'd be able to, like, mark off the days and shit like that. And then, uh, yeah, that, uh, behind them, obviously, the, the grease gun with the sling, the radio, and then the extra 30 ammo down there in the under compartment. Those, uh, those nude pics are metaphorically and physically tits. <laughs> <laughs> we have ascended in our, our perception of tits models. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we need we need to get a shirt with just the silhouette of a tank, and it just says tits. The new caps. MMP shirt. It's gonna have our logo on the uh, the make back, that... and on the front, it's gonna be a leopard with the word tits on written in it. You'll make that an emoji. Uh, oh emoji yeah, says tits. Right, I will. Yeah, in like big bold blue letters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, slide two, please. Would you, Dennis? No, I All would right. not. I'll suck it. Uh, part two. 
Uh, let's see, the top, you got a handwritten letter on the A driver's compartment uh, on his little hatch there. Um, and then the two bottom pictures are the, the turret and the, where the uh, commander and the gunner would have been. There on the left-hand side, you got a picture and a letter. Right-hand side is, you know, just more ready rack stuff. And then the high up there on the top right is the toolkit that I have put on since we started the podcast. And then the P51D from Ravel that I'm uh, slowly putting together. Very cool. Nice. Oh yes, <laughs> my well, Bob Semple. Callum here might have a few words to say about it, but it's nearly done. Uh, I've worked so hard on it. I'm so happy to nearly be done. I just have to add a few more variety to the grass, then actually settle the tank in the ground. Maybe add a few more pieces of stowage. Uh, add a little more dust to the tracks. But so overall, would you, say, would you say you've almost finished? Oh yeah, yeah, it's like ninety-eight percent done. Sweet. Yeah, don't worry, Jack. It I actually, got it. That little nameplate was. Um, it came with the kit. So I I love when uh, love when they do that. Yeah, shout out to Vargas. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm coming from that. Is there, I'm coming for that. Oh, little, no. Little lock your doors. Oh, <laughs> oh God. No. Hey, Ezra, <laughs> how do you... Don't worry, I live Ezra, in New Mexico. You... I have guns. God. Whoa. How do you seal Whoa. your pigments on your vehicles? Like, what do you use to, like, bond them on? Um, just thinner. Like, uh, enamel thinner? thinner? And then, yep, and then don't touch it. Very well. Yeah, so that's mainly why I made the base for it, so I don't have to touch the model itself. Smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, go to the next slide, please. Okay. So that picture on the right, it shows the grass fairly well, and you can see the two bits of stowage I painted up. Took about two hours to two just hours, that. Really? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It looks really good. Thank you. I need to add a little more dust to the tracks, then go over everything with a pencil to burnish the edges. Uh but yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite models. It's so fun to put together. What is uh what is that under the uh, tracks? Uh, I'm not even sure what that can is. It's a can with a tarp and then a, a helmet. No, I mean, um, like, like on the side stone? there. Yeah, it, or it looks like it, uh, like putty almost. Oh, the gray thing? Yeah. Oh, it's a rock. Is it? Yeah, I need to go over it with a uh, with a wash and paint some highlights. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rock. There's a few little ones scattered around. Sorry, Calum, I had no idea what uh, New Zealand ground looked like, so... I mean, just, you could ask for a pick or two, you know, or a description. Or Google. <laughs> that works, too. Yeah, but... 
Hey, I was in a mood. I wanted just to do dirt with grass. Ezra, it looks fine, dude. Thank you. I, I'm stoked with it. Oh yes. Uh, so Vargas scale models in a, you know, I think in August he said we'll be shipping these kits out. The international Mark Eight. It. Whoa! Look at those rivets. Yeah, it's gonna be a fucking monster. He says about a foot long. Dear God. Thirty fifth scale. Make room right. on your shelf, boys. Yeah. Imagine all the resin he's going to have to use to print one of those. Mm-hmm. I think he said it's going to take, like, six 20-hour um, prints. <laughs> 120 hours of just printing. Yep. For one for vehicle. One. I really hope he's got more than one printer on the go. <laughs> oh, probably does. It's, it's going to be so cool. All right, yeah. Patreon, step it up. <laughs> I can't wait. We all need one. Things we all need one. Yeah, the, uh, the Vargas group build. Yes, we well, definitely we gotta, do a Vargas. We're to see if build. we can get the uh, like the podcast sponsored by them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Imagine, Dude, imagine if we all had like actual like podcasting podcasting attire, and it's got like you know in the NASCAR racers, they've got all the logos on them. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> We got like Tamiya logos. Oh yeah, nice. I will. That'll be the day. I'll, I'll see what I can do. But if I can have racing suits. <laughs> see, see, Ezra, you just got to impress them enough. Then it's like, oh well, you know, if you had a little contribution, and uh, we'll like put an advert out on a podcast no one will ever listen to. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yes, forget us we all... Ammo by Meg sponsorship. Oh god, guys, we all know everyone at Vargas is going to listen to this. They're they're going to look at me. They're going to be like, nope, yeah, walk you. Nope. Nope. nope, no, no Liberty Tank for you. <laughs> so guys, shh, just keep it on the down low. It'll be fine. We <laughs> love Vargas skill models. We oh, are wow. listened to by many people. Ezra <laughs> is deserving of a sponsorship. He's deserving of a lot of sponsorships. Sounds like you're trying to hypnotize somebody. Yes. Why are we uh, trying to hypnotize? Because uh, nothing else we do works. <laughs> we have resorted to dark magic. <laughs> uh, speaking of dark magic, uh, this is what I've been working on this week. I've Smooth transition. Uh, so as Greg was working on the Operation Husky uh, diorama, I too am working on Operation Husky diorama. This is going to be a British Sherman uh, 3 from Italy. I'm basically going to have this passing a, a Semavante self-propelled gun that's like dug into the ground. It's kind of being used almost like a pillbox. And it's You're going to have the hatches box. open because that kit has, from a tallery, has a rudimentary interior. So I'd say I could definitely make something go with it. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. But I assembled this. This is my first Asuka kit. I'm very happy with it. The 50 cal on this was really nice. I even got like all the sights drilled out. Oh, I will have to clean up Damn, some of the seam lines. Nice. And it's got a working suspension. So, Callum, you'll be happy with me. I made the uh, suspension workable. And a boy. To be honest, like that, that method of putting the uh, like little rubber bits in the bogies was actually really good. I, I've got to say, I I really thought it was going to be worse than it actually was. It was really easy. 
yeah yeah it's not it's, it's a little bit fiddly to do it but once you get it it's quite good because then you can like if you want to make it going over something or say um because i did that with the tasca jumbo um the jumbo with all the weight from the extra metal on the front pushes the front suspension down to it's absolutely like maxed out on yeah. soft on like flat ground and because of that you're actually able to model that so i've got my so if you look at my jumbo's um properly you see it's got a it's left um like dropping in the front and you see the suspension on it is like maxed out on the front two bogeys so it's, it's quite a good system to do i quite like it yeah i love details like that they add so much I, yeah. I will say the kit built like a Tamiya kit, but it was way more detailed. I'm really happy with it. The new Tamiya. No, honestly, for Shermans, I'd say go with these guys. If they yeah. make a kit you're looking for, it's worth the extra money. Sorry, who made it? Uh, Tasca or Asuka. Like, they go under oh. both names. Okay, cool. Didn't uh, Tamiya rebox their Firefly? Um... I actually think they rebox to me as Firefly. I think the way it works is that they take Tamiya kits, um, rebox them, and add their own sprues. Oh, okay. Yeah. You'll notice I said Tamiya there, not Tamiya. I switch it up. Thank you. Know? you. Keep, the, those... keep the masses happy. Oh, those yeah. uh, headlight guards are actually... Look at those. They're actually kind of in scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so happy with that. And uh, also, homeboy at work hooked me up with the one to sixty-four scale prize. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's got working suspension too. <laughs> what? Sweet. It does. Full interior. Are you gonna give it a custom paint job? Nah, I like. I, I, I don't know actually. Maybe I'll three D print some wheels for it and stuff like that. Three D print a fucking toe. Do it. The Macau International Airport anti-aircraft gun. <laughs> <laughs> you have a 3D printer for a reason. It's got a stinger on the roof. Put some oh God, uh, monster do? truck tires on it. Oh, I'm going to actually have to do this now. No, Just it's not American. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the air defense prize. <laughs> air defense prize. <laughs> Uh, so this horrifying looking thing is uh, my one, Herman the German. So <laughs> this one calls me at the moment because I, I just, just like it's my German. It's the machine gunner. It's fuck. It's Herman. Um, <laughs> Somehow you picked the most racist name. Herman <laughs> <laughs> the German, American. But um, yeah, so I've so I decided to. Uh, to do with this figure, I've got the uh, AK figure set, the uh, skin and flesh tones. So I figured I'll give it a try on this one, and this is what I've come up with. And um, that picture on the right, I got to say, is terrifying. Like, <laughs> the, the soul has left his eyes. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. he's a German machine gunner, of course. Oh yeah, all that muzzle flash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, the eyes do look really good. Yeah. How did you paint those? Um, I'll let you in on something. I didn't actually know what the fuck I was doing. I was just mixing different paints and slapping it on and just then putting a wash over things. So that's like uh, skin tone and uh, Tamiya dark brown wash. That's it. Oh, so ah, like, uh, like Tamiya acrylics? 
Uh, it's the enamel wash, and ah, sweet. Yeah. So all I've got left. So just during the podcast, I've painted his helmet uh, white. <laughs> you good there, Ezra? Oh, I'm just, just pulling bugs. He's missing a chunk of him. The spider was able to take some. <laughs> so, I, I see the spider crawling up head. the wall. So, what do I do? I grab the first thing I can find with a flat bottom, which is a bottle of isopropyl alcohol. I smash it in the wall. <laughs> the alcohol sprays everywhere. Now and of course, high. I missed. <laughs> I missed the spider. Are you saying that Spider's now going to be drunk? Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. it. Now it's on the ceiling, but I'm scared. Oh. Should have sprayed it and lit it on fire with a match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now there's a big splotch of alcohol on the wall. And I'm scared. Right, welcome to the Macarena <laughs> podcast where we tell you what not to do. <laughs> by example. Oh. Alcohol. Come on, Ezra. You want yes, to. Yes, by example. <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, all I've got left to do on him is I've painted his helmet white with uh, white enamel paint and then you, uh, using um, terps and just um, like dabbed it to try and remove Dab. a random pattern from it just to as a sort of whitewash. You know how they did that in the Second World War? They whitewashed their helmets? Yep. So that's the effect I've got. And then I've also put a dark umber pigment along the bottom of his trench coat to look like he's been walking through mud and stuff. So Ooh, and now nice. I'm just, at the moment, I'm just doing, going in with oil paints to do all the, uh, um, like sort of panel lining and stuff off the jacket. And then I've got to do a few highlights and then I am going to cover him in snow. Nice. And do you think this is something you'll do again? Uh, maybe, maybe. What's your you favorite should, part about um, doing the one at sixteenth? Uh, don't know. It's just um, they're just nice and simple. You know, they're not like trying to put because you know I'm saying this is nice and simple because the next thing I'm going to start building is the Mark IV tadpole and oh, oh um, <laughs> well, Greg's seen the sprues I've got. Like it, yeah, it looks like a basic tank, and this thing has got. It's got three sprues just for the road wheels alone. Oh no! Damn! It's yeah, bad. It's, it's really bad. Really bad. Um, and I think there's about nine sprues in total. Wow! The only good thing about this is um, they've got the clip-on tracks, oh, and they're already fun. separated in a bag. So the tracks yes. are oh, probably going to be the okay. easiest part, and they're workable. There you go. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Can't stop winning. Yeah, I gotta say, I am. I actually really like Tacom now. Tacom is yeah, definitely one of my favorites. I'm a Tacom fanboy. With that, I've got uh, two of their kits at that show. I got the uh, the T3 transporter bus from the the German ISAF. Oh, I'm so jealous. Then, I've been trying to get that kit for so long. I got it for twenty bucks. <laughs> no so way. Happy. Dead ass. Are you yeah. kidding? I'm I'm what dead the ass. Fuck? Dude. And then I got the uh, the I, TACOM German civilian car with uh, the propane IEDs and the guy on at the driver's seat with the AK. That T3, it's like whenever I go into a hobby store, I tell myself, if they have that T3, I'm getting it. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. Oh, mm. Please. Because I'm I've so also, jealous. Then over the week, I've also added to my stash even Ooh. more. Um, 
So I've broken my rule and I've got two models of the same thing. So I've got two IL-2 M3, um, but they're going to be as a diorama. Oh, but, there you go. Yeah, nice. but they're, they're two, um, two brands that I've never seen before. They're really old kits. The first one is, uh, I think it's called Deco. And the oh. other one that I picked up from an air show last weekend for 10 bucks is a Polish one, um, Scala. Scala? S K L A A L. Oh, watch whatever. out. I've heard I've heard horror stories about that one. Honestly, it doesn't look bad. <laughs> I mean and then I've also got, just out of pure interest sake, um a batch uh Buckham BA three four nine, uh also known as the Natter. So I've got a Natter fighter, which will be really cool to put together. So it's nice. a, uh, and it's a tiny aircraft. It's in seventy second scale, and it's uh, so it's made by Bring Gun, and it has photo etch seat belts yeah, in Bring it, Gun's cool. and they are tiny. Oh God! You got to send us like a detailed picture of it. Um, the only way I'll be able to do that, I'm actually I've actually borrowed my Dan my dad's uh, digital microscope just for that, just to work on this one because it's so small. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's it for me. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. Alright. <gasps> the turtle! Speaking Wait, of TACOM. Jack, Jack, you're fucked up. This Am isn't I? a ship. <laughs> <laughs> just wait, just wait, just wait. Oh god, oh god. Okay, so, the turtle. Um, my new favorite armored car thing. I want that kit so badly. Look at that I know, face. It's, it's really nice. It's actually... It's strange because it's it comes in uh, four different sprues and two of them are like the same. The whole thing is completely symmetrical. Huh. So it's like you build one half and then you build the exact same thing twice, stick it together. It's all completely symmetrical. Oh, that's so cool. Does it have an interior? Uh, no, it doesn't. Perfect. And I doubt you could find a that's kit for it. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm thinking I might do a, a German camo for it because look at that camo. It looks cool, but it looks like a nightmare. Yeah, but uh, you're building a ship model. You, you can deal with nightmares. Yeah, not painting nightmares. That's fair. <laughs> I don't, I don't have the patience for that yet. But you have patience uh, for railings. Yeah. Exactly. That's it's um yeah. Also that uh both sides well it's symmetrical, it steers on both sides, so both of the uh like both of the wheels steer. Which is good for dioramas, I guess. Uh rubber wheels, fuck yeah. Not bad. Um it's tits. It is pretty tits, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm thinking some sort of, uh, like cobbled road diorama. I was talking with Greg the other day, uh, and I might do like a mini art, uh, they have a mini art European barn kit. Um, oh, Jack, cobblestones, yeah. right? That's what you're thinking yeah. of doing. Yeah. I was on AliExpress the other day and guess what I saw? It's this tool where you, they give you like, you basically this hot handle and it's got, you have the ability to put like these 
blades they give you at different positions on the handle, and you can drag it across foam, and it creates cobblestones for you. What? Give, send, send the link. I swear to God, I will, I, I will find it, and I will send the link to you guys. I think it was like 10 okay. bucks. It, oh put, my god. Put it in industry stuff. I will, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. Well, you might be yeah, no, that's, that's a good interruption. That is a good interruption. Like, uh, well, I how I usually do cobblestone is just like cut the stone shapes out with a hobby knife and then paint it up and then go over it all with uh, plaster of Paris to fill in the uh, cracks there. Right. That's my method. Um, yeah, but. I don't know. This is this is uh, coming along pretty well. It's not quite done because all the finishing touches have to be done when I'm like ready to paint, uh, or when I have more on the uh, diorama ideas. So I'll just put it on the shelf for a bit. But overall, the kit pretty tits. Uh, those rivets incredible. Um, yeah. I'm so glad I have such a big influence on the on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're young and impressionable. Yeah, yeah we're like we little toddlers. We're easily, uh, yeah. God, I can't wait to see my kid. Like in my little red pandas being told what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's the system. Um. Yeah. Next slide. So there Ooh, is. Shiny. There's the ship. I I haven't Ooh, been oh God. around too much. Actually, haven't been home too much. So. I just did a little bit. I did I did the four light boat lifeboats there, and one mast uh, radar thingy there. Dude, I don't uh, get notice the size it. of the ladder. That is yeah. fucking ridiculous! <laughs> oh my god, those boats took me about two or three hours. I was cutting out the parts when we were on the uh, voice chat the other day. Cool. Jesus. Um, and today, I picked myself up a tow missile. That a boy. Tow fetish. Tow fetish. <laughs> That's a whole new meaning now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you can see. It's. I mean, you'd have to zoom in a lot. But that that tow missile is uh, like it comes with a stand, so you can have it by itself if you want. Um. And it was only 15 bucks at uh, my local hobby store, Peterborough Hobby and Game. Shout out to them because they deserve it. Uh, they've got this consignment section in the back. You can get like a lot of uh, used models for good deals. Hmm. That's where I got my Enterprise. Uh, one 350 scale Tamiya Enterprise uh, for $60. Wow. Go on yeah. down to uh, Jack's discount uh, used tank dealer. <laughs> used tank emporium. Um, Only yeah. 15 Canadian pesos. <laughs> hey, hey, that's kind of racist. Yeah, come on. It's <laughs> God. Crap. No, 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 no. It's fine. I, I, Is this what you meant by New Mexico? <laughs> you think no, you're it's... better than normal Mexico? No, it's fine. I have the um, Latino uh, surname. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I I'm one of them. <laughs> one oh, of them. Oh, Ezra. Ezra. That's, that's where you fucked up, bud. Yeah, you crossed the line there, bud. 
You just made oh, like no. uh, Canadian there. You like. crossed the fucking oh, line. No. Cancelled. Man just but... took a trip south to the border and came back up, eh? <laughs> I'm gonna go dig my grave now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that is those are my slides. That's what I've been up to. Uh am I the last one? <laughs> yes. no. Oh, no, yeah. God, no. no. Fuck. No, no. Stop <laughs> recording, stop recording. <laughs> And then NNP is in OnlyFans. No, we don't. No, we no, don't. We don't. Oh, for you can sake. find us. You can find us under Zachary MNP. April Fools. It's oh, not April God. though, Jack. Oh well, that ruins our plan. I'm gonna uh, just click off this. And go back to the next one. Just go back to my tiger. It's okay. Oh uh, yeah. Well, check out the wait. the drip, the vans, and the. No, go back to the first slide. Oh, oh yeah, the first game. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> we put way too much work into this. We really we're gonna bro, keep we spent like an hour and a half working on just that one slide. <laughs> Worth it. Yes. Oh, it definitely Worth was. It. Like, look at all the fucking Easter eggs we put in that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Ontario plates. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Whitman. Oh, I didn't see the red panda. Nice. Yeah. I, He's I not pointing just... a gun at us, though. Nah, it's okay. Mm. He's taking a break. Okay. As of today, I've actually I've gone full um, full uh, I've got I'm on a search to find a uh, find an Iltis. So, because I missed out on I missed out on one a couple months ago. Found a Iltis project for two thousand dollars, two thousand Canadian pesos. Oh wow! Um, and I regret not getting it now because Dude, it ran. Don't say pesos. I did. I sent it to you. Yo, you did? Yeah, I think it was in the Discord. Man, I must have just been a cheap bastard that day. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I think it was when our no, that was the day our uh, Iltis plan started. Oh crap! Yeah, <laughs> that was way back then. That so I really regret not getting that, and so I'm I'm not shitting you. I'm actually looking for an Iltis now, because uh, it'd be a pretty neat project car. It would mobile podcast recording studio. Hell yeah! Yeah, Iltis Bombardier. J- just uh, Jack rolling up in the Bombardier Iltis just to the hobby store, and then off to the tank museum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so- screw your crash safety standards. This thing is an armored vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you could have, have like a mini tow missile on the dash. Oh, that'd be so cool! It would be that'd sick. Be tits. It would be tits. <laughs> <laughs> like a bobblehead that says greyhound. tits on it. Oh yeah! Imagine if we got to record in a greyhound. That'd be that'd be sick. That would be sick. Recording on it, just in person, all of us together would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if one day um, we'll have to do that. I wonder if the tank museum will let us like roll up some extension cords and like recording stuff and just sit on a Sherman for an episode. <laughs> I'm sure if we got to that point where we were actually like people from all over the world kind of watched this and we had that like if we got to where like plastic posse is and we could actually coordinate everyone getting it at a certain point, I'm sure we could. I'm I'm uh, in it okay, for the we'll, long run. We'll record it in the we'll try and record it in the tank. 
Yeah, actually, exactly. they might, they'd probably let us. Yeah. You know how, you know how the uh, tank museum like lets you like buy basically time in the tank and they run it around and you're in it. That's what yeah. Oh my do. god. Just yeah. buy like a two hour time slot. Poor, poor no, 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 we're buying the day. We're buying the day. We're buying the day. Full we're day. We're buying the museum. For we can day. record like six episodes. <laughs> so many dick jokes. And then no, the guy just wants to sit on tank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'm at the end of the day, they'll have to like get the crowbars out. It's like, right, get out, get out, pry them out. Get out. So <laughs> like they're not getting Nine. out, sir. Yeah, and they're tied to tank with the my <laughs> We all close the hatches and lock them. You can't get us now. <laughs> what are you going to do? We're in a tank. <laughs> just, you're just here outside. Get the blowtorch. We, yeah, no, we, we go on a rampage through the streets of Oshawa. <laughs> The MMP rampage. Oh God, that'd be a pretty good podcast. Not even gonna lie. See their museum. (laughs) So, should we try to break down all of the Easter eggs in this picture for anybody watching it? Nah, they gotta figure it out. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they'll 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 know. They'll know. They'll They'll understand. Because there's at least what seven or eight. Ah, more. (laughs) Those are Greg's real feet. <laughs> How impressive! We should all be so lucky. Thanks. <laughs> also, yes, that is um, Eisenhower in the Eltis. Oh yeah, yes, it's the uh, Micro Machines podcast special security detail. <laughs> or use three twenty grenade launchers to take out Tiger Twos. Yes, at the least the is for show. Yeah, the, the PI, it's just for me to flash for the camera. It's got that no, no, I, I took the track set with the 320s so you could you could tag it easily. Speaking <laughs> of flashing for the camera, we got the truck nuts on the Iltas. <laughs> and the Ontario plate. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, yeah Calum yeah. over there just look fucking like, hey, look at this. Ontario plate where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> we have great Calum's taking all the credit here. <laughs> Greg's sitting there like I set Michael Whitman on fire. I'm a national hero. <laughs> I'm texting and driving. Chad's looking at my phone. Beauty influencer moment. <laughs> what am I doing? Just like just looking just, drippy as hell. Yeah, just yeah. stoically posing. You're on a toe, bro. Yeah. Like you gotta look drippy. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, managing yeah. the toe, dude. That'd be so cool. And you got Hitler all pissed off. Yeah, mini Little Hitler. Man syndrome. Yeah, the new Faktishen MP. Oh, that that was shit. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good actually. <laughs> Get Val on to do it. <laughs> awesome! I think that's that was a podcast. That was a podcast. It was yeah, it's good stuff. That was completely out of pocket and off the wall. Hundred yeah. percent. Holy shit! We've been. Six to seven, eight, nine. I've been on. We've been recording. We're talking for fucking four hours. Oh my god! Oh god! It doesn't feel like four hours. It doesn't. It feels like two. Yeah. It feels like ten. Feels <laughs> like ten. I mean, half of that time we're laughing and making this one slot. Yeah, that's the thing. We got like not say anything prior to the podcast. We could save the laughing after. <laughs> yeah, I feel like part of it. We were just tired for like um. Like the hill to die on section. Yeah. I mean, I think we handled it well, though. We handled it good. Oh, power. Yeah. We're getting good at this whole podcast thing. Hell yeah. We definitely are. Well, 
on that note, you have been listening to the Micro Machines podcast. If you've come to this point with us, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you whenever we see you next. And to do the join the uh, ever. Join, join the Discord, Discord server, server to see Craig's toes. <laughs> I will be posting the dogs. Yes, the dogs have already been posted. Oh hell yeah! Um, Stug three, best tank destroyer in the world. Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! All right, that's. I'm if you have an Eltis in Ontario, I'm interested. Yeah, hit us up. Stug life, up. people, come on, embrace it. Embrace nope. it. You nope. can take your concrete armor and go fuck yourself. <laughs>